Yowie wowie. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome. Well, first we have to say Brandon's not here. So if you want to stop listening, don't because this is the best online listening experience in podcast form. And we're talking about marking out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes of MarkingOut.com. If you are listening to us on a podcasting application like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher Radio, subscribe, leave us five stars, leave us a comment because we'd love to read it on the show. Um, social media-wise, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. We have merchandise, more specifically t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Sweendog. Dave is also joined with me. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Dave the Rave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing really, really uh, great. You could how say about you? you could say awesome this week. Brandon, uh, Brandon's not here. Uh, I won't. I won't tread on his gimmick. All right. You know. Don't. But how are you doing? Me. I'm doing great. And we're also see. We needed a third co-host because you know we needed the three-man band shtick of marking out. So we've uh, we've called in the troops. Uh, he was on the show for a nice amount of time a couple weeks ago. He is back. Our good friend. friend Anthony Richard Young, Uncle Tony. You can follow him on Instagram at waste triple zero. Anthony, welcome back, bud. Hey, All right, so you're cutting here. in and out. Uh, it must be your Wi-Fi again. I'm on my iPad. All right. Oh, that's Bob fine. Backlund. That's fine. I can uh, I can always uh, take that out. We don't have to. Right. We don't have to stop the show, like Brandon, who's not here, by the way. <laughs> Um, Love Brandon, though. Love Brandon. Yeah, Appreciate Brandon, what he does. You know, you know, half an hour before we're about to record the show, Brandon's just like blowing our our Facebook uh, message group up with stuff. I, pre- and... I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it too. But I'm like, you're in Disney World right now. Like, I wouldn't I be sitting in front of a computer. I'm like, go do something Disney oriented. Get out of here. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, that's why he... he's not here. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, well, he he was waiting for uh, his brother to go out to dinner. Yeah, but Brandon. Yeah, but yeah I, Brandon uh, had to celebrate his third. Brandon's thirty years old, and he's not here. Um, had to celebrate his thirtieth birthday uh, in Disney World, so he has taken a uh, extended leave of absence from the show. Hashtag picture of the week. Yeah, and we'll talk know. about where that picture of the week stemmed from later in the show. But gentlemen, how was your week, Anthony? You had a station played a show last Saturday night. I I saw. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, a nice. lot of good hangs. Cool. What Sweet. else? What else Sweet. happened this week for you? Uh, well, I mean, what happened is my mark out of the week. Okay. So maybe we'll save that for later. All right. So do you hang hang out with uh, Mama Capose on uh, Mother's Day? Yes, yes, yes. We uh, got all American. Oh yes. We laid low. It was very rainy. Normally she likes to plant, but. We uh, stayed inside the whole day since we've been having rain for what now the past two weeks. Yeah, it's been raining a lot over the past uh, couple of weeks, I must say. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah. I mean, kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's been it's been good though. No worries, no worries. What about you, Dave? How was your week? 
It's been good. It's been a good week. I mean, it feels like it's been a lot slower because of all the rain, even though the pace is still the same. Uh, the same. Um, but yeah, everything is going really well. I just actually had a really nice chicken pot pie for dinner. So Ooh, yeah, that's delicious. always nice. That's always good. Nice. What about you, Chris? What about you? Um, I have been a busy, busy, busy person. Um, I was up in Lake Placid for four days, Thursday to Sunday, filming a international handball tournament with the uh, winner of the tournament going to Saudi Arabia for, like, the world's, like, the International Handball Federation, like, tournament. Wow. That's amazing. Dude, it was, and we were on the Olympic training, the Olympic training center in Lake Placid, so I was, we were held up, they had, like, a cafeteria, they gave you, like, Jeez, are you guys okay? Dude, no, like, we weren't held up in that, but, like, the, the, the company <laughs> that hired us out, like, put us up, um, and, like, they gave you food all day long. Like, I went, the cafeteria opened at 7 o'clock, they give you a huge breakfast, like, smorgasbord breakfast, they give you a huge lunch, they give you a big dinner, but, like, you know, we we had to film one game a day, so it's like we had a lot of downtime on our hands. How long does a one game take to record? It, it was about an hour and a half, each one, but it's two 30-minute halves, and handball. Wow. My God, dude, it's insane. A 30-minute, so is it like constant play for 30 minutes? Are you thinking like handball where you hit the hand, you hit yeah, the, yeah, yeah. a ball against the wall? Yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was like, it's Olympic handball. So it's like, it's essentially like basketball, rugby, soccer, like all combined into one. So like you have huh. these balls that are maybe about the size of dodgeballs. And you mm-hmm. have to throw them into a goal. And there's a goalie there. You know, it's it's called European handball in the States, but, like, Oh. Yeah. Okay, we used to play that in, like, PE and stuff. Yeah, and, like, they put, like, wax on the ball, so it's, like, really sticky and it was kind of gross. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was good. You know, we uh, we did some living outside of downtown, uh, I mean, in downtown Lake Placid. We went to this unbelievable barbecue place called Smoke Signals. If mm-hmm. you are in Lake Placid... I highly recommend checking that place out because it was out of this world. What did you get there? We started off with fried pickles and something else. Oh, and chicken wings. The chicken wings were, were bomb. The bomb.com is, uh, what, what was her name? What was that? One of the Funkadactyls? What was her name? Oh, uh, Cameron. Cameron, that's it. Yeah. That's the other one. The bad one. Yeah, not the bad one. Not the good one. Yeah. It's ex- excelled. Um, but. That was great, and then we had this like big barbecue feast of like ribs and pulled pork and brisket. It was just like, pfft. all of us were just looking at each other like, are we eating here every day? We didn't, but, you know. <laughs> That's cool. Any other highlights from up there? Uh, smoked a couple cigars. There you go. And, uh, solid, solid. And then I got home uh, 8 o'clock at night on uh, Sunday. And that's it. I was in Jersey this morning. And now we're here. I'm drinking my coffee. I have a bunch of work to do tonight after this podcast. And, uh, All right. Hey, got to keep on grinding it out. Yeah, man. And then we die. Man, then you die. <laughs> you know take take advantage of uh, the life that you're given. That's right. Born, the day. do stuff, you die. Yep, that's it. That's it. So let's start off the show, as we did not last week, with Outside the Ring News. Um, WWE has issued Lars Sullivan a $100,000 fine for his comments made on a bodybuilding.com message board. Um, apparently, allegedly, rumors have surpassed that this is between times that he was 
hired by WWE before he was hired by um, Laura Sullivan also has to complete sensitivity training about his remarks. Um, people have come out like Titus O'Neil saying, you know, I've spoken to Laura Sullivan. He, you know, he feels bad for whatever he's doing um, and, you know, will help him do that. So, I mean, I, I don't know if I buy this entire hundred thousand dollar fine and everything like that. Fine, though. Oh, it's a huge fine, but to be fined for comments while you're not under contract with the company, and even so, being a hundred dollar, a hundred thousand dollar fine, I just don't see that being realistic enough. Even though Titus O'Neil says that, uh, said what he said, and then you had a referee saying that it's true, that it's not a work. I don't. I I think that is just to keep face, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah. What's your take? You buy it? I mean, that's a exorbitant fine, and Ex- I didn't think a guy just coming up onto the roster would be making a hundred thousand dollars in his first year. But definitely not. What do I know? Yeah. So I I don't I don't buy it. But something I do buy is DJ Z reported to the WWE Performance Center. How about that? That should be uh, pretty interesting to see what he does down there, right? I am all about DJZ being in the WWE. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I feel I kind of feel bad that it's, um, you know, he, he's he can't use the light up gimmick. Why? Oh, Mustafa Ali. Ali, not Mustafa, whatever you want to call it. But regardless, yeah, that's one. Prostitutes.com yeah. more out. There. But, what about you, Anthony? Do you like DJZ? I have no idea who that is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> my, my pulse is far from uh, wherever he's from. Yeah, he's more of a W. Anthony's more of a WWE guy. Um, Braun Strowman potentially injured with a bicep tricep injury. Uh, that could possibly be the reason why certain things happened the way they did on Monday Night Raw, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, Wasn't he not. just injured? Yeah. He, well, he was supposed to have a championship match or something like that. I don't know. He was in the Money in the Bank. That was last year, Lawrence. No, no, this year he was in Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah, but... No, but, like, what Anthony was talking about, he had another injury, I think, going into the Rumble, if I wasn't mistaken? Yeah, it was the Rumble. Yeah, okay, that was it, yeah, so... um, He came back at the Rumble, though. Yeah, (laughs) so maybe they were just kind of hyping him up till then. Yeah, who knows? Um, Yeah, something really, really cool. Well, we're going to talk about later on with Firefly... Firefly Should we save this? You know, let's save this for to go with the Firefly Funhouse thing. All right. Well, wanna... how about? Yeah, we can save that. But how about Killer Cross? He requested a release from Impact Wrestling. I mean, I... apparently they're saying he wants to be paid by the higher up guys, and he's used constantly on Impact Wrestling, so he should be. But you know, maybe it's a budget thing. You know, but they're not. It's it's so funny in the world of professional wrestling now that like they would grant people release, but they're worried about the competition. Which as I think they should be. I mean, it's as if somebody releases someone from the New York Yankees and they get worried that they're going to sign with the New York Mets. No, not really, because that's a huge step down. No offense. Well, no, but like I think that it's – well, I mean, if WWE releases someone and then they go to, uh, let's say, TNA, I think that that's still a, a, a huge reduction from WWE. Anything away from WWE is a huge reduction. Yeah, but I mean, but there's a lot of people that have built themselves up better not being in WWE. I mean, maybe yeah. Killer, maybe Killer Cross got like word out. They're like, oh, hey, WWE's interested in you. I mean, the guy's got the build. The guy's got the look for it. He, he knows how to cut a good promo. Yeah, he's great. Like, I was never, I didn't know anything about Killer Cross until he came to Impact, and I'm 
like blown away by it. I, also... I knew, I knew of Killer Cross because of that. Like when I was following the California stuff, okay, with uh, Santino Bros and stuff like that, I kept on coming across his name because he was always being booked out there. Okay, and his his look kind of drew me to that when I was promoting everything. I'm like, wow, this guy really looks like he could actually become something huge. Yeah, and then he ended up signing with Impact Wrestling. I'm not going to be surprised if. He does get granted that release if he does get picked up for Performance Center. Yeah, that would be. Or, or if you Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, maybe New Japan stuff, maybe even AEW. Possible. Well, possible. Uh, speaking of AEW, we just kind of kind of piggyback off it. It was announced today that AEW has partnered with War Media and will be airing on TNT their weekly live show. Um, they wanted to do it on Tuesday, but it doesn't look like it's going to be on Tuesday because TNA has commitments to um, the TNT. NBA. TNT, yeah. What did I say? TNN? TNA, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm just remembering the old days of ECW. Remember when they used to be on TNN and they used to just make fun of it the entire time? Oh, that was with the, the network. Yes, the network. Yeah, with uh, Cyrus the Virus and Rhino and Steve Carino. Yes, absolutely. Um, but this is big for AEW. Do you? Can you say either of you? Does this give WWE a run for their money? Oh, you know, now I'm really at first. It's kind of one of those things like they're not going to be worried. I mean, come on, it's AEW. Yeah, they have a lot of uh, names and stuff, but they're no WWE. But now you're hearing TNT, and you're like. Oh, okay. Now I'm listening. Now, okay. Let's see what you got. But, but then, go so TNT, do they have like a streaming service? No, that's the other thing. But no, here's the here's the thing now too. Also, AEW has teamed up with Bleacher Report Live, which is huh. Bleacher Report streaming service. And okay. They're gonna they're gonna air AEW on there. So like people that don't let's say like like I'm one of those millennial cord cutters. That, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's great, right? It's I, good and bad. Oh uh, yeah, it, but I mean, it has yeah. What? What? Regardless. I mean, now. So what's gonna happen? Bleacher Sports. What? Bleacher Bleacher Report Live is gonna be like the home for AEW on there. Huh. Um, I I think that this is a great outlet for uh, AEW. And it kind of I don't know about you guys, but it kind of like nostalgic feel with TNT being involved too. Because it just brings back WCW. I'm yeah. hoping that they don't turn into what WCW was. Dude, they already in... have. Did you see Chuck and Trent coming out at the big press conference dressed like Scott Hall when he invaded? <laughs> it's happening, guys. <laughs> um, well, I, talk... I mean, I wasn't even a WCW fan in the early stages. Like, I was full on WWF yeah. growing yeah. up. Yeah, I, I watched both. I, I I tried to balance both, but I always found myself uh, more lean lean towards the WWE. Like when there was that entire rivalry, I was always picking WWE WWF all the way down the line. Yeah. With the streaming thing. What about the like, streaming? Let's thing? say someone doesn't have cable, so I'm just hoping that they get the big numbers they need in the beginning, which they should. But their fan base, if you think about it, like the young buck elite bullet club fan base yeah they're all millennials who probably don't even pay for cable they'll probably get cable to watch yeah this event but it's how long that'll stay i don't know 
to use hoping the... to get the ratings they need, which it's possible, yeah. But I mean, it's a different environment now. We can you like, can can you hear me? Yeah, I yeah. Can hear. So you could say it's kind of a, a niche uh, group there of people. Oh, dang! Oh, I went there. I got my shirt on right now. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I'm just saying it's like. That, and that that's my whole concern with AEW. Like, I want to succeed. I want to be great. But, like, there's this niche group of, like, the New Japan Young Buck Ring of Honor fans that are going to watch this. And the WWE crowd isn't exposed to this. Everyone, you know, you look at all the, the marks on the, the WrestleZone message boards saying, you know, we need AEW to succeed. You don't need AEW to succeed. It, it, like, now... In the grand spectrum of wrestling, it's like you can get wrestling anywhere. If you have a yeah. YouTube, if you have a YouTube account, you can get wrestling there. But you have to. I don't like. I'm trying to think of the right word. You have. You have to expand. What I think they it's gonna mean take them. It's, like... gonna, it's gonna take them. A, what I'm trying to say is, it's gonna take AEW to expand because you have that core hardcore audience right now, and now you're just gonna have to build upon that by bringing in, you know. You're going to get the Jericho fans in there and stuff like that, but go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Like, what I feel like they mean, but they don't know that they mean it, is that they need AEW to do better for WWE to step up their game. Yeah. Because I was just talking about it with a friend. Like, I'm WWE through and through, mm-hmm. but it's so boring. Yeah. Like, I can't sit through an episode of Raw or SmackDown. Like, I don't know. I'm, I used to have that men, like that mentality with Raw and stuff where I couldn't sit through it. But now that I have the time to sit down and watch it, I'm finding myself able to sit through and watch a complete episode a little bit more and more each time. Of course, there's going to be some segments where they're they're dull and I don't have interest. But for the most part, it has retained my interest recently. But I think with AEW, I definitely agree that they need to be a prominent and good uh, competition uh, competitor. So this way, WWE may step it up. And I yeah. think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be so much fun to have two uh, t- uh, pro wrestling companies being aired on major broadcasting networks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, especially It'd back in like like um, back in the day of cable boxes, it's like thirty. It was like thirty eight and thirty nine were those two channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the the, the the thing that's gonna stink though, it's like you're not gonna have, you know, them on the same night because, as I said, you know, early as I said earlier, TNT has commitments to the NBA, so that's their main priority is gonna be the NBA. And I know they were, I know AEW was looking for a Tuesday night time slot, mm-hmm. so they're not gonna get that because a lot of basketball games are on Tuesdays. What are they yeah. going to give them? And but like, and also there could be double headers. You could have a East Coast game and a West Coast game. The, the, the only the only thing is they're going to have to give Wednesday, Fridays you can't do because Fridays is a big basketball night, and you don't want to do it on Sundays or Saturdays because that's when their pay per view is going to be. So it's like with Bleacher Report Live. My question is, is it going to be like the network? If you get Bleacher Report Live, you're going to get all of their big events. Like if I pay the subscription, am I going to have to pay extra for Double or Nothing? I think that that's oh. a that's a good option. I mean, people will pay. Yes, they will. I, I but people will what... also steal. That's, that's also true. True. And in this so... day and age, it's like, how can you, you know, do ratings accordingly when there's that X amount of people, uh, you know, stealing 
ripping the thing off. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. Now, are they definitely doing pay-per-views on Sundays? I don't know when they're doing them. I think I know Double or Nothing is on Saturday. Oh, this Saturday? No, next Saturday. I think that they should move away through Saturdays for pay-per-views instead of the Sundays, you know? Break away from that WWE mold that it's always on a Sunday. Yeah. I think it's yeah, how exactly. it works. Like, I mean, they do that with UFC. UFC is usually on a Saturday. Yeah, I know. And so. I mean, who really... Like, I don't want to watch Money in the Bank on Sunday. I want to... Like, I would rather watch it Saturday. Yeah, if, so if you're... Stay yeah. up, drink some brews... Exactly. If you're going to meet up with your friends uh, or and stay up to watch it and drink, toss back some beers and stuff, you're, you're not going to really do that too much on a Sunday. You'd rather do it on a, Saturday, on a Saturday. Yeah. No, I understand. I, I completely agree. So, yeah. Um, and also, I think, going back, Excalibur doesn't stink. You guys both stink. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Excalibur at all. Well, I, here, I, here's, here's the thing. Like, you saw him. You, you're used to him. PWG again. Niche audience. Niche way of commentating because that's his promotion and that's the way he wants to run things. We haven't seen him. We saw him on Double or Nothing, and that was it. Maybe now you get all these TNT executives behind him, like, "Hey, listen, we like the way that you're doing things. Let's change it and do this." He's still gonna yeah, be demanding. Stop yelling. Yeah, stop yelling. That could be one thing. And who's who? No, who? Who's gonna be uh, the color commentator with him? As long as it's not Matt Stryker. God, I, you guys, you know, Brandon thinks like Matt Stryker's great. He's the worst. I I really don't like Matt Stryker. He has he comes off as too arrogant. I didn't mind him. I don't know. I don't think he's great. Yeah. I'm still upset. I bought a shirt for twenty bucks. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. <laughs> yeah, I found it. Are oh, you did? Yeah. Oh boy. A stupid shirt. <laughs> oh man. All right, that's now, a bummer. Yeah, and speaking of bummers, Dave, now you can get onto it. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, big bummer. We were talking about WCW. Uh, unfortunately, a former WCW wrestler and Lucha Libre legend uh, passed away this week. Silver King, unfortunately, passed away during one of his matches in Mexico. Uh, for those that don't know, he was uh, uh, legendary in the ring, and he also, for those that with uh, pop culture and everything like that. He played uh, Ramses in Nacho, Nacho Libre. Yeah. And, yeah, very unfortunate. Especially, it's so uh, surreal when you hear that a pro wrestler passed away in the ring. Those were always, like, scary, man. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, see any of the, like, read any about anything about his passing or anything like that? Or I no? heard it was a massive heart attack. But yeah. He had, in the ring, like, Juventud Guerrero was in there. It was somewhere in the U.K., Oof! Yeah. Oh, it's in the UK. Yeah. Like that. Like it. It looked like like from what I was reading and stuff, and that the referee wasn't responding quick enough. Like he didn't. They didn't get enough quick enough response to him. But in general, it's just awful, awful uh, stuff. And our condolences go out to his family and friends. And uh, yeah, just stinks. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Think, speaking of things that also stink as well, uh, apparently Billy Graham uh, is you know the insider now, and he says that Biggie is uh, going to be out until 2021, 2022. Uh, he was sent home, uh, sent home usually the day, uh, same day from the hospital. But you know, Billy Graham also tells people that uh, Kobe Kingston needs to do steroids. Yeah, I, 
I, I think that this is just a little bit absurd. I mean, first off, Biggie is out with a meniscal injury. He's probably going to have to. Well, he's going to have to get meniscus surgery. That it's I not. He got it already. He already got it. Yeah, that's a quick recovery. Like after you get that surgery, you're usually out of the hospital the same day. It's not a long re- road to, of rehab or anything like that. So I don't know if he's working everyone or if there's something else going on. I, I think he had both knees done. Yeah, but even still, it's a really quick recovery. It's not a 2021-2022 kind of a deal. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, that's just a bit absurd. So e- either something else, either it's a work, or something else is going on if it's legit. But Billy Graham is just a sour puss over there, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Wait, so it's a meniscus tear, you said? Yeah, yeah. So he tore the meniscus, and or I guess bilateral meniscus, and uh, they had to go in to do surgery. Oh, dang. Dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of other things that are dang, um, there's going to be another show, uh, another show in Saudi Arabia. Uh, w- dying. Yeah. <laughs> WWE Super Showdown. You're going to get a 50 man battle royal. Kofi Kingston, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar apparently is going to be back for this. Braun Strowman. Uh, and the two highlighting matches Randy Orton versus Triple H and The Undertaker versus the returning Goldberg. For the first time ever. Ever in Saudi Arabia. That oil money is having Goldberg come out of retirement to do this match. I mean, what's your okay? What's your take on this event in, like, their partnership with Saudi Arabia? What's your take on all this? I know we speak about this so, like, we spoke about it so many times during that other event, but now it's coming up again, and we're getting Undertaker versus Goldberg. Like, these are fantasy matches that we're like, wait, how? It's it's even tough to fathom this stuff. Like, a part of me is like, yeah, Undertaker versus Goldberg, awesome too. But then I'm like, Undertaker versus Goldberg. Man, if this happened 10 years ago, I'd be pumped about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're totally past their prime, but... It's going to be a slow-paced brother match. But at least we get to see it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true, but still, like, I'm over these Saudi Arabia things. I don't know. I, it's just weird. Like, I get it, business. You want to take... Like, they make millions and millions of dollars off of this one event. But it's also, like, it's dirty money. Like, they make the money and they have content. I don't know why they broadcast it. I, I guess if if you're, their logic. I mean, business wise, if you're going to be going over there to do a show anyways, well, you might as well capitalize and air it to bring in more people. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, going back to Goldberg versus Taker, like Chris, I know you love Metallica. I do. You would go see them live now, right? I would. You Wow. Great analogy. Like, they're not over the hill, but they're not in their prime. I know. Yeah. I, I, I tell Brandon not the exact same thing, but I tell him the same thing with, like, uh, um, the over-the-hill wrestlers. If, they, if I saw any of them during a live event, when I'm watching it on WWE television, sometimes it doesn't come across as, like it's like, damn, that stinks. But it would be cool to be in the live audience to see something like that. I just um, saw Taker at MSG. What was that in the summer? Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that you went to that house show. That's right. Yeah, dude, it was so fun. Yeah, I'm sure it's very like nostalgic and brings back so many mo- memories to you too. 
Yeah, it, it, it was fun. That's all it was. Yeah, and that's what wrestling is supposed to be. That's what wrestling supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. I mean, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm. You can yeah. steer me both ways on this thing. I mean, under, you made a great analogy and kind of made me open my eyes a little bit to it, and I appreciate that. So, ah, uh, you're welcome, bud. No problem. Uh, last thing, if I guess you could say, positive news. Uh, the cat is out of the bag. Uh, after weeks of speculation, um, it took Beth Phoenix and Edge to make it come out. There's a new power couple in professional wrestling, and that's the man and the Kingslayer. So uh, this week, uh, after some tweets that were sent out by Beth Phoenix, Seth Rollins makes the makes it official and shows the picture from backstage. It looks like what a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They are officially dating. Now, wasn't she dating someone in the UFC though? That's what I heard. Yeah, I thought that she was dating some a UFC fighter. I mean, she was at what I mean. supporting. She was supporting uh, her boyfriend at a fight recently, or maybe a few months ago. I guess they broke up, and now uh, her and Rollins are together. Like, I really don't care about this, but do you think they even just like did this just because they had that documentary coming up after Money in the Bank? Oh uh, yeah, that's right. And he's going to be in everything. Yeah, so I mean, could be. Yeah, it could be. I love the picture that Max Caster posted. I don't know if you saw it on his Instagram. Do you follow him at all, Anthony? What the? Mask, who's Ma- that? He's one of the guys in the Shook Crew in Creative yeah, Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw that. It was a him that. of. Uh, it was a picture of him in the like the same position, kissing his real life girlfriend, uh, Chris Statlander, and then they had the the even Stevens like one of them taking the picture and the other one just staring on in the background. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> Bravo! Very well done. So yeah, good for them. Me, uh, yeah, yeah I, I would love to. I would actually love to see Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Becky and and uh, Rollins. Yeah, I oh think my that'd god, be awesome! It'd be such a mark match. It'd be great. Oh, I would totally. I mean, I just want to see Edge back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's one of my. I know. I, I was thinking that the other day. I'm like, you see these matches at Saudi Arabia, and you're like, it would be so. I like, okay, so right there, I would mark out if Edge was announced to be in a match at Saudi Arabia. Like even though yeah we can't attend, I I would still mark out for that. Oh I know. I, that he was... comes back, just hits a spear. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That that could be the Undertaker Goldberg match right there. Undertaker. Dude, hits, if uh... Taker loses, I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's WWE or nothing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh man. All right. Well, that's our outside the ring stuff to talk about. Let's get into Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. All right, kicks off with Miz TV. Talk Miz talking about his uh, match against Shane McMahon, the Sunday in a steel cage match. But I want to talk to talk about something Brandon said last week. He's like, "Oh, we have a steel cage match at a ladder pay per view." You're still getting the ladder match, like. But you want to add another something else to this thing? They had the false can anywhere match at WrestleMania. Now they're having a steel cage match to contain them inside. That's the yeah. Whole I, stick I, with that. I think it's it's a cool polar opposite of the direction that we were in with the false count anywhere and how they're wandering all, all all throughout the backstage area. Now we are containing them inside that steel cage. I think it's a great polar opposite of what we've been getting. Yeah. But anyway, Miz brings out his uh, guest for the evening, and that's Roman Reigns. Oh, by the way, we forgot to say uh, UK tour is on, so right now they're in jolly old London, England. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so you know you have a... a and then uh, he talks about his match against Elias. Then they have 
the Miz and Shane McMahon come out, and then he brings out Elias, and he brings out Lashley, and then as well, and then this uh, what's up? That entire that entire breakdown, though. I mean, you had Shane McMahon pretty much distra- serving as a distraction because Elias and Bobby came up from behind, taking out Reigns and the Miz, and then going up the ramp, and then it ended up turning into that tag team match that you're about to. Uh, bring up where Roman Reigns and The Miz picked up the victory over Lashley and Elias with Shane McMahon at ringside by DQ. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it adds to. I mean, it it, it furthers on the feud between The Miz and Shane McMahon. It furthers it on between Elias and Roman Reigns. Bobby Lashley's just there getting some ring time. I mean, being in good hands. I can't, I can't complain. Yeah, no. I mean, Shane was able to escape at the end, but The Miz uh, getting the chair involved in this one. And, yeah, the Miz and Reigns won because Shane McMahon got his hands involved, uh, started attacking Roman Reigns, which is kind of, like, weird seeing Shane McMahon attacking Roman Reigns, but all good. All good, all good. Next up, uh, next match you had up after a couple of uh, video packages and some backstage stuff that we'll talk about later was the new Mojo Rally defeating Apollo Crews. It was weird that, like, I don't know if you noticed this, but they kind of interrupted Mojo's entrance with Apollo's entrance. I didn't like the way that they, yeah, the way that they cut it to, well, the way that it was done, it was kind of weird, like it was rushed, but the match itself wasn't anything to write home about. And it stinks that Apollo Cruz, this is his, I know Brandon was really annoyed at this. Uh, This is Apollo Cruz's debut. uh, No, he's on SmackDown. He's on SmackDown after all that shakeup. So he is one of those three that were crossover, the wild cards. Okay. And his first appearance after that is back on Raw, not on SmackDown. I mean, I mean, there's so much stuff going on right now because it's like right after Mania, you got the Mania, all the new NXT guys coming up. It's like you're trying to solidify all these things. You have the whole New Day thing. You have Kevin Owens coming back. So it's like they're trying to fit places in. Also, they're on the UK tour, so it's not like they're bringing everybody over. No, that that is very true that they're not bringing everyone over. But it just stinks that like Apollo Cruz is in this little position right now because he he is really good. I mean, yeah, he had a hot little run for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Uh, next up, you had the double contract signing with Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, and Charlotte Flair, which then, as uh, always. Went to uh, a little bit of a shakedown, and then the McMahon twins, as uh, Becky Lynch likes to say, double power bombing the champ champ through uh, a table. But not a table table. That'd be two not tables. A, not a happy ending for Becky Lynch. Hey, I'm a, as we've, and as I think you've said last week, all she does is just brawl with people. Here's, you know, her brawling with people, biting her back in the butt. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Next up, you had Baron Corbin pick up the victory over Ricochet. Um, It was a good match. I mean, I love seeing uh, larger wrestlers face off against the high flyers. Yeah, contrast the styles. Exactly, and I always love that contrast, and I think that that contrast always meshes really well in the ring. Um, But, yeah, following the match, Baron Corbin went to go tease, like him winning the Money in the Bank briefcase, climbing up the ladder, and then Ricochet knocking... Corbin off the ladder. Yeah, so I like the uh, the tilt the tilt world counter into the end of the days. Oh yeah, I I think that 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 reversal looked really really cool. Um, yeah, anything else about that? No, nah. I'm I'm good about it. I mean, 
Ricochet's had a hot start coming up to the main roster, and you could you could kind of say that Baron Corbin's the only like true heel yeah. in WWE right yeah. now. So Everyone it was good him. for it's her. Great. And I mean, I don't see him winning money winning money in the bank because he's already won it before. So yeah, but he could get that retribution. Could he could if he gets that retribution, then he's better. He better stay off Twitter this time around. <laughs> Is mean, that what happened sure. originally? Yeah, originally when he won the Money in the Bank, he went on Twitter and started to uh, speak out about a few things. Oh, and trash all the marks. Yeah, yeah, trashing the marks and getting into arguments. And, uh, yeah, they ended up – that's why they took pretty much took that briefcase away from him so quickly. Yeah. Oh, that's um, – okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, he had so much potential at that time too. But – Next up, you had uh, Rey Mysterio being interviewed, only to be interrupted by Cesaro questioning the authenticity of Dominic being Rey Mysterio's child. I mean, I mean, listen, WWE, you're in the same network as network umbrella as the Maury Show, so uh, I think you can get that sorted out. And it's right in Stanford too, so there you go. But let's not also forget who's Dominic's real poppy, Walter. (laughs) No. No, it's not. It's uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. Remember that? Good old, good old Eddie. Yeah, rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. Uncle Eddie. So, uh, but yeah, no. Then uh, that set up for a match for later in the night, which we'll talk about in a couple minutes. Yeah. Next up, you had a fatal four-way match in which Nikki Cross surprisingly picks up the victory over Naomi, uh, Dana Brooke, and Natalia. Uh, it was supposed to be Alexa Bliss in this match, but Nikki Cross went in to substitute for her. Uh, I thought it was a nice win for for Nikki. The brawl afterwards was great. Um, could we see Nikki Cross maybe being some sort of component in the Money in the Bank match on Sunday? Maybe she, out of nowhere, runs in there and uh, does it for herself. Climbs up the I ladder. Think, I think that is pretty weird to see her alliance, question mark, with Alexa Bliss. I mean, backstage, when Alexa Bliss was pretty much talking all about her and stuff and trying to be like be friendly with uh nikki cross and then at the end of this where nikki cross goes to climb the ladder alexa bliss tells her no 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 i'm gonna climb it and nikki cross is like all right yeah no i'll hold the ladder for you You climb up there and get that briefcase yeah kind of i mean i could definitely see the writing on the wall that nikki cross is going to cost alexa bliss that uh money in the bank briefcase but who know who knows if Nick Cross is going to win? Would be cool. What do you think, Anthony? Well, Nikki Cross isn't in the match, right? Yes, she's not in the match. She is. No, oh, she's, she's not. not in the match. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then. But then... I mean, but then you have remember the first one with James Ellsworth. Oh yeah. How do we forget? Like those those rules apply now. Yeah, no, they do. And that and that then... would stink if they had that kind of a finish though again yeah i don't know we'll see hey man we'll see what happens but i definitely i definitely think nikki cross is going to cost alexa bliss and maybe that leads to them having a feud well doesn't alexa have a bunch of stuff going on like throughout the episode of raw where like things are going wrong her shoes are missing her bags yeah she keeps like having excuse 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 yeah so, I liked it. I I liked the whole thing, like the with the untying of her shoes. I thought that was you know, you can't just have a straight up women's match every single time. It adds a layer to it that there's some sort of story to tell within the match. Yeah, I, I, saw I someone was saying online that uh, it's Nikki Cross, and then they're gonna feud like that. 
Okay. That I, I could I could definitely see that, and I like it. I like the fact that that she was having issues with her shoes keep on coming undone. I like that. That was interesting. That was something that we've never seen before. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. All right, next up, uh, I love this match, actually. Rey Mysterio versus Cesaro. Uh, just shows you how valuable of an asset Cesaro is. You know, to again, the big little guy, too. And we've seen, if you know, if you followed Cesaro's career when he was Claudio Castagnoli, the dynamic of the things that he could do with little guy, younger guys, smaller guys in the ring. And this match was another pure example of it. Yeah, with that sunset flip and everything. I mean, he is... There's no reason why he should not be WWE champion. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we said that about other people. Then it took, you know, eight years for that to happen. Yeah, that's uh, very true. But I like this match. Yeah. Anthony? Um, No, it was a good match. I only saw highlights of it. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Well, next up is something you definitely, if you didn't see, you have to see. Oh, yeah. Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, this I think... I, you know, and going back to something that Brandon said last week, he goes, I don't know, they're kind of getting, he said something to the fact that they were getting stale. I know I'm going to get a text message after he hears this. He goes, I wasn't saying they were getting stale. Um, well, no, I, I think just that one episode yeah. was a little bit off. However, um, this time we had Mercy the Buzzard, not Buzzy the Buzzard, Brandon, who's listening and not here, um, and Abby the Witch and Rambling Rabbit made his way back with a bandage yeah, over his like, face. All like bandaged up. Um, Bray Wyatt saying he has a secret and he's still really evil and he's harnessed that and we've seen a, we saw a new side to the Firefly Funhouse and a new Bray Wyatt donned in what he kind of looks like jigsaw ish and uh, a new mask made by Ta- uh, Tom Savini. He also did uh, yeah. Kalisto's mask. He did Triple H's mask. He did the Blood Brothers. He did he Slipknot, the new ones, right? Yeah, yeah, the new Slipknot mask. I think it yeah. wasn't him. It was like his team. Okay. Yeah, they're all yeah. under that his umbrella, though. I mean, Tom Savini is huge in like horror films and stuff like that, and special effects, and he's just legendary. So it's so cool to see that he did that mask. But it kind of it does resemble Joker's mask uh, face too, though. Yeah, it rem- it resembles the Joker's mask from Death in the Family. Yes, like big time. Yes. Like the smile pulled like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you think like that the nose designs. too is kind of going like the the buzzard type nose? Yeah. 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 I I did like his attire though. I mean the mask. I know everyone's talking about, but I like the way that the pants looked and the shirt. Yeah. Like the pants, it looked weird, and I thought that it looked really cool it made it it really looked like a dream sequence i liked the out the entire attire that he had i thought it looked sick twisted and i am a huge fan of this i saw somebody comparing it to uh twisted metal oh yeah yeah uh, yeah that's awesome the ice cream i forgot what his name is sweet tooth sweet tooth, uh, sweet tooth. yes that's it yeah, Thank sweet you. Tooth. and then pulling out uh, a yaoi wowie at the end of it and just cutting the black. No, I thought it's weird. Like, I was even thinking, like, and then I was looking on the WWE's YouTube channel. The Firefly Funhouse has two million watches, where the next thing has a million, and it's the Roman Reigns and the Usos match from SmackDown. So it's Dude, like, people... that's that's saying something about this. Yeah, people are talking. Talking about it. Yeah, but also, how long is the Fire Funhouse show? Like, that's like, what, like, less than a minute? Two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. That was a clip. People are going to watch the whole thing of that instead of a whole match. Yeah. 
But, like, you know, with the matches, too, they only show, like, a highlight of it. But still, like, it's showing you that people are paying attention to this. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, I think, think that, is awesome. Yeah, and if, if, if any of the Firefly Funhouses started getting stale or people just started not caring about Bray Wyatt, period, or saying, okay, now he's like a Pee Wee Herman and this is really stupid and not a good gimmick. Now they just took a total twist where we were just like, now we are engrossed and want to find out more. I know. And if you build this properly, you like, you don't even have to put a championship on him. You can make this like nineties era WWE by making it so like fictional, you know, like, like early nineties WWE, like when, what was it? Papa Shango possessed the, um, the ultimate warrior. Uh-huh. And he was, like, throwing up and stuff like that. Like, you can do, like, those dream sequel, like, Freddy Krueger-ish stuff with Bray Wyatt and have him just terrorize Raw or SmackDown or wherever he's going. Yeah, and, I mean, you even have Bray, Bray Wyatt, not this alter ego, would, which would be interesting if they actually give another name to this alter ego. Yeah, okay. Um, but that would be kind of interesting. But it's also resembling Finn Balor and the, and the Demon. But with the Bray, ba- uh, Bray Wyatt, it's also interesting to see that he's tweeting out uh, stuff about being like how he's apologetic to the Shield. Well, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and how if they need a third member, he would love to team up with them. And then tweeting out again saying, uh, miss you, John Moxley and stuff like that. So there's also this apologetic side of Bray Wyatt trying to be redeemed for his sins of the past on Twitter and in the public view and stuff for everything that he has done. So it's kind of cool to see these two sides of him. Yeah, no, I'm pumped about it. And you know, I, I, I just said and rambled on. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let's get to, uh, what's the main event of the evening? Braun Strowman versus Sami Zayn. This kind of was set up earlier in the night after last week about Sami Zayn getting thrown in a dumpster. Um, Braun Strowman's, uh, spot in Money in the Bank is up for grabs in this, and Braun Strowman is no longer in Money in the Bank because Sami Zayn picked up the victory with the help of Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. So, I, we spoke about it earlier, Braun Strowman might have an injury. Maybe this is their way of pulling him out of the Money in the Bank. Especially while making these other guys look a little bit strong. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really like this. I mean, it, I really like this a lot, especially how it was in the back. And I don't know where you knew something could happen because it was a um, anything goes or whatever it was a false count anywhere. You knew something could happen. But Baron Corbin taking him out. And I like that Bar- Braun Strowman kept on kicking out and kicking out and kicking out. And Drew McIntyre getting involved after they made way like it wasn't Braun and uh, Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre attacking at once. It was like first it was Baron Corbin, and then later on it was Drew McIntyre. Um, and then once they made it to the stage, they all just helped that Sammy pick up that victory. I but, think, yeah, I think they could probably do big things with Sammy Zayn because the way his character is going and like the the response that he's getting to, like he would be somebody that would completely benefit from winning the Money in the Bank. I totally agree with you, and I like the fact that it was one of those things where the wrestlers didn't. Well, not the wrestlers, but uh, McIntyre. And Corbett didn't even accept Sami Zayn after the victory that they pretty much threw him to the wolf. They tossed him uh, back to Braun Strowman after the match so Braun could put him to the uh, through the commentator table. So, True. Agree. And that yeah. was uh, – Anthony, what do you have to say about this? 
Uh, what's funny is actually Sammy's like I was playing the WWE game, the 2K game. Okay. And I played through the Money in the Bank pay per view, and Sammy Zayn won. Oh, wow! And I was pissed. Why? We call that we call that foreshadowing, because, brother. Because I wasn't playing as Sammy Zayn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, it's stupid, but I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Now he's in it. What you if? know? What if? if? What if? AI is telling the future. <laughs> and that was uh, that was Monday Night Raw. Everyone's saying it wasn't a good Monday Night Raw. I think it did what it had to do, especially on a, a UK tour. You know? Yeah. But, and plus, everyone read the spoilers anyway. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what made me tune into Raw, was seeing the spoilers and seeing Firefly Funhouse. I mean, somebody posted it, like I think, a couple hours before it was aired. On TV. Oh, really? So I watched it on Twitter, on somebody's Twitter account that filmed the entire thing. And then I was like, I need to see this, like, you know, on my TV and, you know, full on. So, and that's it. Uh, yeah. But that was Monday Night Raw. Let's get on to some SmackDown, kicking off with the big dog, Roman Reigns. Yeah, and can also The Miz as well, coming out and, you know, doing a bunch of stuff, talking about Money in the Bank. Then Elias comes out with Shane. And then... Daniel Bryan and Rowan come out, which then leads to Braun, uh, Usos. Randy, the Usos and Randy Man, Orton Usos. and, and well, the, Vega. All of that, I think, was after. But Usos made it safe, uh, and that kind of led to the ma- setting up the match later on. But then after this, you have Randy Orton coming out in a non-title match, taking on Andrade and Finn Balor in a triple threat match. Yeah. Um. I one thing I really liked about this triple threat match was that reversal that Balor did to Andrade against his uh, DDT. Uh, it was a four corners match. Four corners. Who was the Randy Orton Andrade? Oh, Ali, Balor, Ali. Ali. Yeah. Sorry. How can you forget about him? I yeah, Mustafa. Sorry, but yeah, no, that reversal of the DDT I thought was really cool. Yeah. Totes my goats. All right. Next up after that, you had. Oh, but- um, just with the rest of that match, I mean, Andrade, after the match, climbed the ladder trying to symbolize that he was going to win Money in the Bank only for Ricochet to come out. And he jumped right, he did that little leapfrog off the top rope onto the ladder, knocks Andrade off of the ladder, and he gets the Money in the Bank. Yeah. Huge for Ricochet. Yeah. I, huge. Yeah. It's like you want people want to have him win, but I don't know. I'm kind of torn between uh, who I think should win. Ooh, we'll find out more about that later. But yeah. keep on going. Yeah, you had you had the you know Becky Lynch and uh, Charlotte Flair rivalry, yada yada yada. Don't have to talk about it. You have Aleister Black cutting a promo in the back, and then your next matchup was the team of Shane McMahon, Elias, Team Bryan, and Rowan picking up the victory over Roman Reigns and the Usos. You kind of had uh, an advantage in numbers on the four man team, so. Mm-hmm. It just sets up feuds and also set up, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the kickoff show. And Bada boom. Back. Set that up also, too. Uh, next up, you have Paige coming out to the ring and uh, announcing the well, the new team that's been here for about a month of Asuka and Kairi Sane. They now have a name, and it is the Kabuki Warriors. What do you think, gentlemen, about the name? Ooh, I don't know about that name, considering that Kyrie Sane does not wear a kabuki, uh, kabuki mask. <laughs> kabuki. <laughs> a kabuki mask. Uh, 
Yeah, and I'm still I'm still furious about their theme song. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, I haven't heard the theme, but I know that. Uh... Do, do Do you know Asuka's theme? Yeah. Do you know Kyrie Sane's theme song? No, but is that like pirate one? Yeah. So just play three seconds of Asuka's and then three seconds of Kyrie, and then just repeat that all the way through. Oh, that's terrible. It just repeat. It just goes bouncing back from one theme song to the other. They don't even have a mesh of it. It's not a a brand new theme song. It's just they split back and forth during the one take. It's Why awful. don't just use Asuka's amazing theme? It's awful. It's stupid. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I well Paige tweeted out today because people are saying how it's racist, blah blah blah, and Paige oh. said, "Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Okay. So yeah, people are saying that it's racist." Which, in reality, the two women came up with the name Kabuki Girls. Okay. And WWE were like, uh, let's just do this. And they changed it to Warriors. What's well, racist? Kabuki Warriors. This? Probably because I... of, like, the Kabuki mask and all that. Considering that Oscar wears a Kabuki mask? Yeah, but people are just being Idiots? a little too sensitive about it. Yeah. As everybody does. On the, on the plus side, at least we got to see Mandy. Yeah. Because afterwards you have Mandy and uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville come out saying, uh, you know, they're going to get beat by fire and desire. Uh, this when, then the Kabuki Warriors then pick up the win. Yeah. But next up you had the KO show. Kevin Owens backstage. Kofi Kingston in the ring. Uh, yeah. Following this, Kofi Kingston, they're going back and forth and Kevin Owens is like, you don't think I'll come out there? Kevin Owens gets out there. He pretends he's about to get in the ring. Nope. But Kofi Kingston goes after Kevin Owens, only to get attacked by Sami Zayn from behind. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Sami and Kevin are like on a team again, kind of? I don't know because I think Sami Zayn's a raw guy, and I think he was one of the three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for this wild card yeah. gimmick. He must have been the wild card. But it was weird because then the Wood, uh, Xavier Woods came out to make the save. And that kind of allowed the Trouble in Paradise to get hit on Zane. But then Kevin Owens bailed. Um, yeah, it is. I didn't even. I forgot totally about that wild card aspect. Yeah, so don't I. No, I, but, I, I didn't. But uh... I mean, it's 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 it's, I, it's weird seeing Zane and Kevin Owens back together again, especially in this manner. I mean, what's the point? I don't like, know. Why would, like, why would you pair them up together right now? I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, they're on two different shows, and they still have an alliance. Yeah, that, okay. That's all it really shows. Yeah. yeah I mean, well. this week you have Sami Zayn, who's able to defend Kevin Owens. Then next week, he won't be there to defend Kevin Owens. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe he wins the Money in the Bank briefcase. Sami Zayn, and then goes on to SmackDown to win the uh, World Championship. Yeah, maybe we'll see Kevin Owens make an appearance during that match. I mean, he's not, is he? Yeah, he has the uh, match versus Kofi Kingston, but... He is not on anything. Hmm? Mm. Kevin Owens is not on anything. He's not even... Oh, he's he's for the WWE title. Wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, he's in the match versus Kofi. Oh, wow. Which shows how much I know. Come on, Larry. I, I, yep, I needed that. <laughs> all right so 
That is uh, SmackDown. Want to do some predictions? Yeah, it's prediction time. Coming uh, from somewhere in Albany, I think. Let's uh, see. 2018, uh, Money Hartford, in the Bank. Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, Hartford, no, Connecticut. No, Hartford, Connecticut is where TakeOver is going to be. No, yeah. Hartford, Connecticut is where uh, Money in the Bank. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, th- th- there. Okay, and that's right because then all, Raw is... Um, Raw is uh, on all is in Albany on Monday. Anyway, uh, kickoff show. Brandon's not here, um, but he did give us his predictions because he can't miss predictions. He can miss the show hashtag picture of the week, but he can't miss predictions. I'll say it again. Uh, kickoff show. You have Daniel Bryan and Rowan defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against the Usos. Brandon is saying Daniel Bryan and Eric Ro- and Rowan. I'm going to say Daniel Bryan and Rowan as well, gentlemen. Who's- Uso crazy. I'm going Daniel Bryan and Rowan. <laughs> I have the same pick. All right, that's fine. Hey, it's it's predictable yeah, since right. the Usos are on Raw. So I I can't believe that there's eleven. If you include this match, there's eleven matches on the card. Eleven. Yeah. Ma- that's absurd. Yeah, I know. There it should is. not be eleven matches on a pay per view. They have to go back to the brand oriented, uh, you know, things. Yeah, I I hate it. But, all right, let's continue. Next up, you had... The Cruiserweight oh, Championship. Man. When Tony Nese will be making his, I think, second defense, he'll be facing a former friend, Ari Davari. I'm saying Tony Nese, and so is Brandon. I'm going Tony Nese, the premier athlete. I'm going Tony Nese. All right, next up, you had a, have the United States Championship on the line. Samoa Joe defending against Rey Mysterio. I'm going to... Ooh, I'm going Samoa Joe. I'm going Samoa Joe as well. Brandon is going Rey Mysterio. I'm going Samoa Joe. I wrote Joe's for mine for some reason. I write these all down on a piece of paper, and I also have time. I could, I could definitely see Rey Mysterio winning this, but I don't understand what that would do with Joe. Has yeah. he won the U.S. title? Yes, he has. Yeah. Okay, so then, yeah, no, yeah Joe's going to win. Yeah, it wouldn't be like he if he won, it wouldn't make him a Grand Slam champion or anything like that. Yeah, it would just mm. he'll have the title. Uh, in a steel cage match, you're gonna have the Miz face off against Shane McMahon. Uh, D- Brandon is saying Shane McMahon. I want to double check on that because I know I'll hear it if I mess it up <laughs> in about two hours. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, who won at WrestleMania? Shane McMahon. Shane. Mm. I'm saying the Miz. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Miz. I can't see Shane winning two in a row on Miz. You never know. I'm going with Shane just because I really see him screwing over Miz. Yeah, I'm going with. I'm sticking with Miz. I'm sticking with Miz, and you're going with Shane. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh yeah, Dave, Brandon, uh, Brandon said Shane. He said they could reform the Miz tourage to have Miz win, but I'm picking Shane because we have seen. The B team come out, and, uh, you know. Oh, that that never even clicked to me. That never even clicked to me. But uh, yeah, I'm going with Miz. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, for the WWE Championship, we're gonna have Kofi Kingston facing off against Kevin Owens. Brandon is saying Kofi. I am saying Kofi. Kofi. Kevin Owens. Really? What? Yeah. Why? I just see I mean, Kofi, Kofi getting just screwed won. somehow. Yeah, but the good guy can't always win. I don't know. I th- I see too much backlash on that one. I think yeah. there's more money to be made with Kofi right now. There's always money in the banana stand. 
Yeah, oh, that's for sure. Money in the banana stand, but the banana <laughs> stand might be Kevin Owens. Mm. Oh yeah, might be. Well, next up, you got WWE SmackDown Women's Championship on the line. Becky Lynch defending against Charlotte Flair. I'm going Becky. I'm going Becky. You're going Becky. I'm going Becky yeah. also. So is Brandon. I Becky. think we know which match is taking place first. This uh, no, this no. one or Lacey Evans. No, we don't know officially. All right. But might as well follow it up with Becky two belts because the Raw Championship, Raw, Raw Women's Championship is going to be online. Becky Lynch defending against Lacey Evans. I'm going to say Becky Lynch retains. Becky two belts remains. I think that Lacey Evans wins, but oh. by DQ. Okay. I can see that. I like I like that. I like that. I mean, I... I I'm saying Becky Lynch also, but I, I really would not mind Lacey Evans winning. Why would it be DQ, though? I don't does know. Not, something, like, something happening. Does she not let go of the submission hold? Like, what's... If anything, I could see Becky Lynch winning by interference because Charlotte Flair attacks her or something. Well, yeah, then DQ. Yeah, but I can't, I can't see the... I could see Charlotte going to hit Becky, Becky ducking, Lacey Evans getting hit. Ooh. That that's a good possibility. I mean complete armchair booking, but Yeah, but it maintains Becky it maintains everything in that fashion with Becky uh with Charlotte going after Becky and Lacey still picking up the victory. Yeah. Um that sounds pretty good. All right. Uh, because Charlotte's all crazy queen like now. Yeah. Um, Talking about... Crazy. Roman Reigns is facing off against Elias. Brandon's saying Elias. I'm saying Roman Reigns. I'm I'm going to... Yeah. You you go. All right. I'll go with Reigns. I'm going Reigns also, even though I could also see Elias winning. Mm. Yeah. But Reigns. Reigns. The women's money in the bank... Ladder match. You have Natalia versus Dana Brooke versus Naomi versus Alexa Bliss versus Bailey versus Ember Moon versus Dave. You say this one. Mandy. Oh, the, who's the next one? <laughs> Carmella. <laughs> All right. Brandon saying Alexa Bliss. I'm saying Nikki Cross. I think Ooh. she's just going to find her way in there, climb up, and steal a briefcase and just run away with it. And that. Well, and now that she doesn't... What's that? That's a cool prediction. Yeah, right? I'm full of them. Imagine it happens. What about you, Anthony? I'm saying Bailey. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go with Mandy. Mandy. Wow. She would actually do a lot with it, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I think th- they have to focus her on in the women's tag team division. And as we've spoken about, it's like you have no women's tag team division. So I know. But but then if you don't go with her, you end up going into that entire circle of if it's not Bliss, it's Bailey. If it's not Bailey, it's Natalia. If it's not Natalia, it's Naomi. You go into that entire circle. Yeah, true. Um, next up, let's go with that Money in the Bank ladder match for the World Championship match contract. No, for whatever title they desire. Oh, uh, for mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like their wording on Wikipedia for that. I'm I'm blaming their script. Well, it's Wikipedia. What do you expect? <laughs> uh, Sami Zayn taking on Ricochet, taking on Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton. Who do you have, a gentleman? Um, me. I'm saying Sami Zayn. Finn Balor. 
Even with him I'll... having the Intercontinental title? Oh. Even with it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Crud. <laughs> it's either Drew McIntyre or Andrade for me. Um I'm gonna go with uh, Boogers. Okay. Drew McIntyre. That's what Brandon said as well. I feel like now that they kind of have this, um, I, I everything that they're going on with Sami Zayn, I feel like this would add a lot of depth to his character. You know, because he's like trying to like school people, be like, "Oh yeah, we're all on our phones and this, that, and the other." It's like he, the promo he had on Monday, and he goes, yeah. "He goes, this, this is worth." He could be, you know, hold up the briefcase and be like, "This, this is worthless," and then later in the night, after having a promo like that, just come out and cash in. Yeah, the only downside is that most likely Randy Orton's going to win. No, Randy Orton's not going to win. Watch, Randy Orton wins and Natalia wins. I would be so pissed. <laughs> I, I would be so pissed if Randy Orton and Natalia both win those matches. Yeah. Um, last but not least, your universal title match. Seth Rollins will be defending against AJ Styles. I am saying Seth Rollins. Brandon is saying Seth Rollins. I'm gonna Seth go... Rollins. Yeah. The King Slayer. Yeah. Slayer. The King yeah. Slayer. Oh, wait, though. wait. No, I have AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles is winning. Really? <laughs> Why do you say that? Um, I don't know. I could just see... Man, I don't know. Now I want to change my prediction. No, I don't, do, don't do that. Yeah, trust you good. All right. I'm, I'm going with AJ Styles just because. All right, just because. And just... I want to see them feud for a while. Okay. Yep. I actually like uh, this Money in the Bank match. I, I, this is a good card. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. And it's just a Connecticut. Yeah. Hmm. Uh oh. Road trip. Hartford, hmm. but that's like three hours away. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it's really Could not be that bad because you're on I ninety five. But on Sunday, you're gonna be so. It's gonna be so much traffic and stuff. I don't know. Mm. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Oh wait, I have to go to Brooklyn anyway. Why Brooklyn? I'm gonna do yoga with Diane Yoga. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. And speaking of shameless plugs, those are all of our predictions. And Dave, what do you got shameless plug wise this week? Shameless plugs. So this week, shameless plug goes to '90s WWE on Twitter. At oh, what a great account. Right at 90s WWE, the stuff that they're po- they post hilarious and just memorable stuff from the 90s when we grew up watching wrestling. Um, yeah, and I just love that account. I want to retweet every single thing that I see from them. Um, yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah, so everyone, if you are on Twitter, go give them a follow at 90s WWE. All right, Chris, you got a match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. I sure do, Dave. Um, this match this week has been brought to me by Chuck Taylor. You can follow him on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. Uh, Bash at the Beach 2000. Scott Steiner versus Mike Awesome. You might th- These guys, like, A, this is like the peak of alleged steroid use for Scott Steiner because he is just like, <laughs> he is just a baby oiled up to the teeth. 
Like, there's muscles on muscles. He comes out with a bunch of women. Then Mike goes in. They fight. They brawl through the crowd. Mike Awesome does what Mike Awesome does did best. Rest in peace, Mike Awesome. And it was just... Yeah, I sat there, and I, I like it was late night. I was watching this. I'm like, these guys are, like, really putting it on the line. And WCW <laughs> was garbage at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, it's on the network. Go check it out. Bash the Beach 2000. Mike Awesome versus Scott Steiner. Um, Brandon's not here this week, but Brandon did bring us his shout-outs. And, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Shalom. Jace over here. And you're about to listen to my favorite part of the show, Brandon Shalom's. Oh, I mean Brandon's shout-outs. Billy Joel and Madison Square Garden are getting the first shout-out. That's where I celebrated my birthday. It was it was pretty cool. Uh, his daughter, Alexa Ray, came out, performed with him. Uh, Peter Frampton performed with him. They gave out birthday hats the poster was awesome they gave out billy joel trading cards which was cool second up is going to chewy's which is a chain restaurant all over the place but we don't have any of them by us so it's nice to get to them in florida it's like uh, tex-mex food they have an elvis presley platter with tons of food really cheap uh it's really good and then the last shout-out is going to The Upside, starring Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. I watched it on the airplane going down to Florida, and I thought it was a really good movie. So check it out. Those are my shout-outs. Brandon's not here, but thank you, Brandon, for your shout-outs. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with a good amount of those. That was pretty. That was pretty interesting, though. Yeah, they were pretty. I, they got six out of six Brandons. Yeah, so I, I agree. Anyway, let's get to it. Hour. 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 moment of the week anthony you said your mark out moment of the week earlier you had something you wanted to save it do tell us first all right so i played a show uh the venue was called the rams pub barn grill wasn't it supposed to be at that place in lindenhurst uh well the place in lindenhurst brew house um there was an incident about a month ago where a man hit another man with his car and then they found drugs uh, and down his car then no then they had an undercover cop sitting inside the bar like a week later and then they found drugs like behind the bar or something anyway this is all allegedly but so that place was closed down and they got their liquor license taken away and all that jazz anyway okay so then we got moved to the Rams Bar and Grill, whatever its name is, in Holbrook. Um, and so during our set, this is an inside, this is outside while we're playing, which it was pretty much a packed house. Um, not to toot my own horn there. <laughs> but allegedly, there was a man standing outside and he got a bottle broken over his face because he was cheating on his wife with another man's girlfriend. Oh. And no. that guy came allegedly, this is all allegedly, 
and smashed a bottle in that guy's face. So cops are called. And so while loading out, we just saw a siren, well, like police lights and just sirens. It was great. Oh, my God. Everyone, everyone else was fine. Everyone had a good time. It was a successful show. No one got hurt during the performance. And you have another outside. Sh- and you have another show coming up uh, this week, no? Uh, it week. is Thursday, May twenty third at Amityville Music Hall. Good old it is Amy. a washed up media prevent. Uh, it's a washed up media show presented by Washed Up Media. Washed up media um, all day. Yeah, and that's going to be a banger as well. It's a school night, but let's let's get it. Let's get it. That's it. Yeah. Get him and do it. Just right. do it. What about you, Dave? Oh, good question. Well, for me, I would go with uh, that Firefly Funhouse, uh, fun that mask and that appearance, that attire, well, just everything about that setup I loved. And um, I totally marked out for that. And then I marked out even more that Tom Savini was the creator while well, his crew were uh, assisted in creating that new mask. Uh, just that was definitely a markout moment of the week for me. Uh, what did, about you, Chris? Did, um, Anthony, are we getting new Slipknot tomorrow? Uh, they're Is, performing on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, tomorrow? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I thought it was the 31st. So, well, they're performing tomorrow. And we should be getting a new song. Okay. I know there there's some... a whole there's a whole bunch of stuff going on right now, and that's what I was looking at. Before we started this. Oh, yeah? Was all the new Slipknot stuff? Yeah, their website's a little confusing now, though. Yeah, I, oh, I bet it is. Um, mark out moment of the week for me. Uh, this past weekend was PWG Mystery Vortex. And if you know about Mystery Vortex, is they don't tell you any of the matches beforehand. You just have to kind of go in their blinds. And one of the matches I marked out super hard for was Chuck Taylor versus Orange Cassidy. So one of my favorites uh, wrestlers going on right now uh, against one of the most up-and-coming wrestlers who I've uh, become a big fan of. You know me. I'm a big fan of that like comedy style but serious wrestling. Yeah. So Especially Orange Cassidy, too. I was watching a match with him and David Starr last night. And they're doing all the spots, and Orange Cassidy just has his sunglasses on. He's got his hands in his pockets. He gets knocked down. He does a kip-up. And he's just cool. Didn't he do a suicide dive to the outside with his hands in his pockets? I wouldn't yeah. that. I didn't see it, but I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, yeah. He did that uh, a few events ago, yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's so great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my mark out moment of the week this uh, this week. And I think, there was, was there anything else that I marked out hard for? Mm-hmm. No, nothing. We're uh, on uh, I-87. I- there was a WWE production truck. Oh, solid. Yeah, yeah, you sent me a picture of that one. I did. I said, the only person I can text message at 7.30 in the morning is Dave. Because <laughs> I knew he's awake. True. So, uh, then, yeah, that's that. Uh, before we go, uh, Anthony, you want to plug uh, Thracian and all the stuff you guys coming coming up? Uh, we just had the show Thursday, May 23rd, Avenueville Music Hall with the Washed Up Media family. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at Thracian Metal, all one word. Instagram at Thracian underscore official, and you can catch me at Waste zero three nine on Instagram. Oh, I thought it was Waste triple zero. No, that's your Twitter, right? Waste er zero 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 is Twitter. Okay. 
Oh, brother, brother. So, yeah, go check out Anthony. Anthony, we appreciate you coming on the podcast this week and podcasting I, with us. I appreciate you guys for having me. This was awesome. I know. It was. It was fun. Now, well, welcome back. Welcome back, and we'll hopefully do this again. Uh, but thank you for listening to episode 432. Uh, next week, we'll have Money in, money in the Bank uh, fallout. We'll also have predictions for Double or Nothing. Because it's already Memorial Day weekend, and I'm still wearing pants every single day because it's still that cold. Um, Dang. I know, right? It stinks. It stinks. But this weekend's supposed to be nice. So. Uh, Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash out, YouTube.com slash out 11 You can follow Brandon on Twitter, who's not here, at BTTG161. Me on Twitter, Chris Sweendog. Dave on Twitter, DaveTheRave underscore MO. Buy our shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out and until next week we wish you we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavor have a <laughs>